Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Warsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Hi guys, happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Today, I'm really excited because we're going to talk about carbohydrates. It's another one of those topics, similar to the dairy that we talked about last week, that I think there's a lot of misconceptions. I think there's a lot of fear around them and a lot of blame put on them when it really shouldn't be because carbohydrates are our body's main fuel source. It's our main preferred fuel source and it's so crucial and so important for energy, for hormones, for brain health, for stress response, for detoxification, for liver health, for hormone conversion, like, oh my gosh, everything. Anyways, I could rant forever. Um, Yeah, we're going to dive right in. So sadly, carbs have been named the enemy when it comes to hormones, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to all kinds of issues. And the problem isn't the carbohydrates at all. It's actually how our body is using the carbohydrates and choosing the right types of carbohydrates for you and how you use them, how you consume them and where they're placed throughout your day. So if you're insulin resistant, if you're really inflamed, or if you're uh, gaining a lot of weight when you're eating carbs, it's actually that your cells are um, pushing glucose into your fat cells, but it's also starving your cells because when you're super inflamed and your cells are rigid and insulin resistant, it means that the glucose in your bloodstream can't get into the cell. So your body is forced to run off on free fatty acids and it can't utilize that fuel source and a lot of nutrients aren't going to get in there. So your body's going to be in this basically state of stress um, that is really stressful for it. So this is that whole process there of running on free fatty acids is actually a backup survival mechanism that was really only used during times of famine and during times where there was lack of food or carbohydrates. So um, when we fast for a long time or if we cut out carbohydrates for a long time, we go through a process called gluconeogenesis. Essentially, um, our liver has stored uh, glucose in glycogen. So glycogen will end up being stored. And when you don't have carbohydrates in your system, your body will be like, okay, we need to provide our own fuel source here. So it will actually break itself down, muscle and different um, parts of the body, it'll start breaking itself down to get that glycogen out so we can have glucose. So it's really energy intensive and it actually takes away a lot of the jobs that your liver has to do. Um, your liver has like over 300 jobs. And so it's important for metabolizing nutrients, detoxification, thyroid hormone conversion, metabolism. Um, so when you are forcing your liver to take part in this process of gluconeogenesis, it's actually super energy intensive and it's going to be taking away from all those other crucial roles. So we really want to limit the stress your body is going under and also limit the extra jobs we're putting your body under, especially your liver. So um, basically during stressful times, you're going to have to give your body more more carbs, more nutrients, and you want to support it so it doesn't have to do all that. Because if you're already stressed out, you're already burnt out, and then you're not eating enough and you're cutting your carbs it's a recipe for disaster and your poor body is just like trying to do all the things and it just can't. It's going to prioritize keeping you alive rather than producing hormones and having an ovulatory cycle. So it's really important that we understand that and that we don't work against our body, that we work for it and that we support it and nourish it so that's able to do everything it needs to do. So if you didn't notice then, carbohydrates are really a crucial part of our hormonal and metabolic health and they definitely shouldn't be cut out. I'm really... I get really frustrated and really stressed when people 
talk about cutting carbs or they're fearful of fruits. And it just really breaks my heart because carbs are not something to fear. Um, and there's something that we should enjoy and that we should consume and we shouldn't, you know, starve ourselves of it because when you actually starve your body of carbs and you restrict them so much you're gonna have intense sugar cravings because guess what your body instinctively knows sugar and carbs I need more of it I'm not getting my fuel source I need and it will crave it and so a lot of times those cravings are actually demonized and they're looked at as a bad thing when in all reality it's just your body being you know intuitive and telling you like I need some more energy I need more fuel to be able to do the stuff I need to do so those are important things to consider if you are someone who has intense sugar cravings or if you restrict carbohydrates or if you feel really fatigued. Um, and another important thing is a lot of people will say, oh, I'm on the keto diet or I'm on low carb and I feel amazing. And the thing is, is your body's running on adrenaline in those first you know, few weeks or few months. Your body's running on stress hormones. And so that's going to keep you up and keep you going. But there's going to be a point where you're going to hit a wall and your body's going to just like be like, I can't do it. It's exhaustion, exhaustion phase and it's just not going to be able to do it. So you know, you may feel good for a little while, but a lot of people will come to me and they'll say like, I've literally hit a wall and I can't function anymore. I just, I feel horrible. My, I'm not getting a cycle um, or I'm not ovulating and all these types of things. So super important to keep that in mind if that's something that you've been experiencing or, you know, you've experienced in the past or you're thinking about doing um, something to keep in mind. If you want to have a healthy ovulatory cycle and healthy hormones and feel good, you need carbs. Um, so some main takeaways with carbs is that they are the preferred energy source of all of ourselves and carbs are stored in the liver and muscles um, as glycogen for energy between your meals and again during times of fasting so that's what your body's going to use um, carbohydrates are needed for optimal liver function for detoxification for thyroid hormone conversion for our metabolism they taste delicious and if you're craving them chances are you're going to need more and if you're under stress your body will increase its needs for carbohydrates because it's going to burn through that glucose a lot faster so i got a lot of people ask me like okay well what kind of carbs should i have or what can i do to help my body so like i mentioned at the very beginning if your body responds negatively to carbs or you feel crappy after you eat carbs or whatever it might be um Basically, that's your body's way of saying, okay, I'm not utilizing the carbs properly. They're not getting into the cell. Something's something's not right here. And so a lot of the times, most of us are living in a super inflamed state just because of the foods we're consuming, the oils we're consuming, um, the high stress we're under, exposure to toxins and chemicals and things like that. So when our cells are become inflamed and stressed, they are going to become very rigid. And so we will not be able to be sensitive to insulin and we're not going to be able to get glucose into the cell and nutrients. So a lot of times people that are super inflamed and super high stress, they feel super depleted because their body's actually not getting those nutrients and glucose into the cell, which is super crucial for literally everything. So some things that you can do to help make your body more efficient at burning glucose would be avoiding industrial seed oils and processed seed oils. So things like canola, soybean. I feel like a broken record when I talk about this, but seriously, guys, look at your food and don't consume foods every single day that are full of these. Obviously, I consume these occasionally because I go out to eat or I have um, tortilla chips that have sunflower oil, things like that. But I'm talking about like your everyday type of food. Do you want to make sure that you're not eating like salad dressings, um, sauces, crackers, 
chips, like things every single day that have these oils in them. It's fine occasionally, but the primary primary bulk of the oils you're consuming, you want them to be things like coconut oil, um, grass-fed butter, avocado oil, things like that. You want to opt for those fats that are more saturated. Um, they're just a lot less inflammatory. They are less prone to oxidation and they're going to make your cells more stable and reduce inflammation in the body. You also want to look at chemicals and environmental estrogens that are in your environment. So things like perfumes, body products, skincare, house cleaners, uh, candles, things like that. And again, you don't want to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect, but just limiting things where you can. So for example, like in the house, I just use vinegar and water to clean, sometimes baking soda. Literally saves me so much money, but also I'm not getting exposed to a lot of chemicals and neither is my dog. So that's really all that matters. But um, yeah, just like little things like that, just reducing them where you can and trying to do your best is all you can do. Uh, drinking filtered water. So I recommend a Berkey if you're able to um, save up and invest in that. It's honestly so worth it. Over time, it's the best price and deal as well. If you look at how many times you'd have to change like a Brita filter or things like that. Um, but that's going to reduce the chemicals and hormones and stressors that are going to be um, thrown into your body because you can get a lot of bacteria, parasites and things like that in your water too. Um, increasing your magnesium levels. And this is super important too if you were on the pill. Um, and if you took any synthetic hormones, that's going to deplete magnesium and high stress is going to deplete magnesium, which I think a lot of us have been under uh, with the pandemic at some point. So that's going to help with our cells um, insulin sensitivity. It's also going to help reduce stress and help relax the body. And that's going to help get all the nutrients into the cell. Uh, eating regular meals with protein, fat, and carb. You want to just keep eating them because um, that's going to help balance your blood sugar and reduce inflammation and reduce stress. Honestly, just eating regular meals is going to reduce your stress. Uh, drinking coffee after a well-balanced breakfast is going to really help because coffee is... Um, pro-metabolic and it's stimulating. So it's going to actually increase your metabolism. So if you don't have enough fuel and carbs um, in your body, when you consume coffee, it can cause you to go into more of a state of stress and increase your cortisol. So have that after a well-balanced breakfast and also add in like cream or coconut milk, uh, collagen, raw honey, things like that's really good. Um, ensuring that you're eating mineral dense foods. So things like bone broth, having a quality sea salt in your food, coconut water, meats, uh, fruits and fruit juices are very rich in minerals and potassium especially. And potassium is a huge key mineral that's going to increase your cells' insulin sensitivity. So I highly recommend making sure you're getting those in because a lot of us are actually depleted in potassium. So you want to make sure you're getting lots of that in and managing your inflammation and stressors, which a lot of them I listed earlier were in inflammation and a lot of stressors. Um, another thing too is if you are having trouble with carbohydrates, fruits are a great... Um, carb to add in because you don't need insulin to get it into the cell. So it can be if you're having trouble with, you know, how you react to carbs, fruits usually are pretty decent and pretty easy for your body to um, or absorb and utilize. So it's a really good um, thing to look at if you are struggling with that. Um, and some favorite sources of carbohydrates. I love potatoes. And don't think you only have to have sweet potatoes because I literally for the longest time thought that sweet potatoes were superior to the other potatoes and they're not. They're all the same. Um, so don't be afraid of white or yellow, Yukon, whatever. You enjoy uh, root vegetables. I love things like carrots, beets, 
all that kind of stuff. Uh, squashes are great. Uh, using raw honey, maple syrup, organic cane sugar, or coconut sugar are really good sweeteners. Um, ripe fruits, so any kind of fruits are like apples, bananas, um, peaches, berries, mangoes. There's so many awesome fruits. Um, citrus fruits too, oranges, all that kind of stuff. Uh, cooked fruits. So I actually will like peel an apple and I'll just cook it in like some coconut oil with a little bit of sugar and cinnamon and salt. So delicious and super easy to digest and utilize. Um, high quality, minimally proce- processed dairy is actually a good source of carbohydrates too. And I talked about dairy in my last podcast episode. If you haven't caught up, I'll give it a listen. And then uh, pulp-free fruit juices, uh, because the pulp can sometimes, uh, it's like a pectin, so it can sometimes irritate your gut, Um, but no added sugar to it and no other sketchy ingredients, just the fruit juice. Uh, And then well-prepared grains, so things like sourdough or soaked rice. And um, I talked all about how to prepare your grains properly in the GB Collective. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago and super helpful to just know how to like soak things and how to prepare them and things like oats and all that kind of stuff um because it can make all the difference with how you digest it all the nutrients you get out of it and how it impacts your gut and how you feel after you can feel a lot better so yeah those are some of my favorite sources of carbohydrates and i just hope that that was helpful to get you guys started to kind of understand the importance and the role of carbohydrates and how your body runs on them and how important they are but also where to begin and how to make your body utilize them better because I think it is something that a lot of us are just super fearful of or unsure of. And honestly, if you get your inflammation down, get your stress down and choose the right options and just are strategic with how you eat it with protein and fats um, and changing the fats you're consuming and getting in your minerals, it just can be a game changer. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, I would love to see if you're listening, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, gabby.boardrank. I will have it linked below. And if you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you have any requests or questions, feel free to send me an email. I'll have it linked below or send me a DM on Instagram and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great morning, evening, afternoon, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you next week for a new episode.